Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean I'm super thrilled that this game didn't end up being like Or not this game, this movie didn't end up being like a <laughs> Wow, off to a great start uh, Didn't uh-huh. end up being like a $15 rental <laughs> <laughs> thank god right like i remember when it first came out it was like 20 bucks and i was yeah. like man I, I really want to see this movie i'm not gonna pay 20 bucks for this movie i'm glad i didn't yo I'll did you, did you ever watch green knight when i had I still haven't seen green knight <clears throat> oh no that was pretty good i know i need to <clears throat> i want to see it really bad i will at some point maybe in the next two days but who knows right on get some more of that like a24 that where, fix i do i'll take any Amount of A24. I don't care. I'll I'll talk A24 all day. <laughs> Have you watched... Even if it's not the best. What's that? It's, uh, what is it? What the hell is it called? The Black Coat's Daughter? Uh, I have not. Uh-uh. I think that's the name of it. I could be wrong, but... Oh, God damn. Actually, you, you talk for a second. I got to look this up. Okay. The Black Coat's Daughter. I'm going to assume the synopsis. The Black Coat's Daughter is probably... The daughter of a wealthy individual who was possibly a serial killer or killed people. And she finds this out and then uh, goes on to also kill people. I don't know. That's just an assumption. So <laughs> I could be wrong. Okay. I could I'm, be right. I'm back. Actually, I'm really surprised that I got the name right. It's the the Black Code's daughter. It's an A24 fi- flick with uh, Emma Roberts um, from 2015. And it is... Hmm really good a little bit more i think <laughs> like mainstream normalish like as opposed to what you would think that you would get from it in a24 with like how weird those movies can get like yeah. this felt like more of a i don't know more of like more of like a hereditary versus midsummer okay you you get what i mean there like i feel like so- one was just like made more for a mainstream audience which one do you say is made for more of the mainstream audience? Hereditary. More of like a I horror would agree mainstream. With you. It's definitely a more traditional horror movie than Midsummer is. Yeah. And yeah. it also has the supernatural elements, which add a lot more. Midsummer is very rooted in realism. And uh, the brutality of it is also something that makes it quite uh, visceral and shocking when you see it. So. Honest to God, the the realism in Midsummer makes it like just that's everything that makes it so terrifying. Yeah, right. <laughs> like how fucking real have... that is. <laughs> and how terrifying it would be to be so isolated in a place where like you're the stranger and you have nowhere to go and you're almost continuously drugged the whole time. Like... Yeah. Talk about a, a weird fucked up sense of claustrophobia. Man, that's what, dude. Ah, fucking claustrophobia, bro. <laughs> I always think it was. Are you claustrophobic? One ter- I'm, I'm not, but like, I still hate the idea of like crawling through small cave things. Oh God, no! Have I you ever? This, uh, this terrifying story once. What was it about? This guy that really got stuck in a cave. He was caving with his friends, and there's this small pathway you're supposed to go that like goes down at an angle 
and he went in it, but it also forks and he went the wrong way. And no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he, he got stuck, like pointed downwards. And it was such a steep angle that like they couldn't get him out, dude. He died. It's fucking insane. And like, dude, I just imagine dying like that. And it's also like, it was one of those things that like <clears throat> he was facing down, but then like every time he'd take a breath, everyone he'd exhale, his chest would compress a little, and he'd slip a little farther down. And like, dude, oh fuck that. And just nobody being able to help you, and you're like fucking miles underground. Oh, that's terrifying. Ah! That's terrifying. A couple of years ago, <laughs> like I shouldn't, I shouldn't say a couple of years ago for what I'm about to talk about because it's like, dude, really, how old are you? But this was probably probably seven ish years ago. My buddy and I used to go up to, you know, hiking up along this trail and coming back down. We noticed that there was like drainage pipes underneath the road. <laughs> We're like, dude, let's crawl through those for oh, I, fuck. God knows what reason. And so we did. And it gets to a point where you're literally you're like on your hands and knees and your arms are in front of you as you're trying to crawl on your stomach and I don't think I've ever had such a sense of like terror inside me mm. just being like you mm. feeling this this little tube close around you and you're like nobody would hear me or no, ever man. find me because I'm just underneath the middle of this road in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And it's the tiny little drainage ditch too. Not yeah. like the big ones you can walk through. Fuck that. No, nah, dude. I'm talking like army crawling. Like you get an army guy and the guy mm-hmm. that's crawling, yeah, that style. <laughs> the guy that's crawling with like the <laughs> rifle, yes. There's the guy no. Was always, he was fun to make blow up because he like he looks like he's like ah. <laughs> Automatically looks dead. Everybody yeah, thinks that right. he's crawling, but it's actually the dead soldier. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're Your childhood is ruined. <laughs> yeah, man. The the horrors of war brought to your living room. I love how we made toys out of war, like G.I. Joe, man. <laughs> We're just like, fuck yeah, mass produce. Dude, l- <laughs> think about all the toys and shit we had as a kid. That shit got crazy. You're yeah. making like you're making like realistic guns now back when we were kids. Remember the candy cigarettes? Oh yeah, man. Dude. Candy cigarettes were hip. I had tons of them. Dude, I always still talk about, and I'll fucking buy it occasionally still, the the beef jerky that's like the dust powder that looks like chewing yeah. tobacco. You don't need Love no teeth to enjoy mm-hmm. this beef. Uncle Bill's <laughs> shredded jerky. Yeah. Is that the description on a can? That is its slogan. You don't need no I, teeth to enjoy our beef. I love that. I don't, I'm not familiar with that brand. Uh, <laughs> but I've had like, I've had so many cans of fucking shredded beef jerky fake chewing tobacco countless like i dude i easily imagine it was over 100 cans of that oh, stuff for sure my did childhood. you ever did you ever fake spit with it yeah of course dude <laughs> yeah, you, dude you're stuffing it in and like as a kid you're like man why wouldn't anybody just swallow How? this this tastes so good and so <laughs> you sit terrible. there and just let it start <laughs> pooling in your mouth and it's so oh, gross <laughs> how terrible and like how also how terrible that like a beef jerky product also markets chewing tobacco to children <laughs> like, oh man <laughs> why does this product exist man texas it's probably insane. i guess it made it all the way up to southern indiana obviously it all made it all the way up to massachusetts man like <laughs> we're weird man we uh, are weird we we're a particular kind of people 
that just likes enjoying everything. <laughs> particular oh type of people. Oh, man. Speaking of particular types of people. Liam Neeson? Well, I guess so. I was going to talk about sheep fuckers. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the direction. People, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like... Out of context, that sounds really bad. (laughs) Sure, yes. Thankfully, people are not idiots and they can read the title of the uh, episode and hopefully also deduce what it's about. But yeah, sometimes people bone animals and it's weird. We've talked about this in like our group chats. Uh, Mr. Hands, you know who Mr. Hands is, right? You're familiar with that? Nope. You don't know who Mr. Hands is. It only keeps coming up because you keep linking me to it and I'm not going to click on it ever. I'm not. That's I would never link to the actual video and make people see that. I I think I've sent like the Wikipedia article because it's so internet famous that it has a Wikipedia article. Okay, but he is he's just a dude that like it was a one of those early internet vids like tub girl and shit that just like spread around. It was called Mister Hands, but it's a dude that's like he a horse comes up and mounts him and like thrusts into him and then like. Not in the video, but later on from that action. Oh, doesn't that dude, he die? It, he dies. It like pierces his colon. Okay, it's a fucking horse wiener, and he ends up dying. Okay, so and that's this why, is yeah. This is so. This is how viral that is because even though I've like you guys have talked about it a million times until you just did that, like something clicked in my head where I'm like, oh yeah, he dies. Like I heard about this like ten years mm-hmm. ago. Yep. That's that's how like viral this is that I didn't even know that I knew it, but I knew it. Well, and that's what I'm saying. It's like one of those base internet lore things. That's like from the long, long ago in in the early days, the wild west. Like that's like goatsy shit. Mm, yeah. It's like bestiality slender man. <laughs> <laughs> Make that I a thing. I don't get folks. it, dude. I, I also watch it. like ugh. I'm I'm not a fetishist judge, but I all do like furry. What, <laughs> dude? Okay, no offense to anybody who's listening. Right. If that's a thing, like you do, you, I just I don't get do it, and get it. I and I like I don't get it to the point to where I'm just like, there's no way that you could explain this to me where my brain would be like that makes sense. I also you know I, like, I feel like it has to be. A lot of kids having trauma from the first Space Jam movie. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, so I'm mm. saved. They l- very sexualized the Lola Bunny character, and I could, de- like I said, like I think it probably shattered and uh, broke a lot of fragile people. That's all I can assume because that's those furrydom like kind of spread up around the same. That would make sense. Like that's all I can think of. That's my. Totally uncollege-educated armchair psychologist breakdown. You know, I guarantee you that I think you're onto something, but I also at the same time guarantee you that 150 years ago, somebody was crappily dressed like a squirrel. Sure, And was like, hey, come fuck me. (laughs) Cometh and fornicate. (laughs) I just, uh, as soon as you said that, the squirrel, it reminded me there is an American dad bit where they're making fun of furries. But so there's furries, but then there's also a guy that's like dressed up as just a car and all you, he's wearing like a car suit and all you can see is like his legs hanging out the bottom and he's got like the dress shoes and the socks on, but it's implied he's naked after that. And like a squirrel just lays down 
and then he just like is running it over. <laughs> <It's> so... <laughs> oh my god! So because yeah. somebody's getting off at a squirrel being run over by a car, like yeah, it's but just that like, guy is pretending to be the that, car, and that's that squirrel I, exactly. I also imagine that's probably real to a degree. Uh, there's also people are weird, dude. People pretend to be horses. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah people rides it's just like yeah. again again like if that's your carriages. thing that's your thing and i'm not making fun of it it's just so funny to me i'm making a little fun of it but it's also not <laughs> i'm not like it's still you here's the thing i think people that have weird fetishes do they know they have a weird <laughs> fetish right they have to so like you can't feel i guess <laughs> that weird that somebody's like what the fuck you literally have a convention called FurCon. Okay, sure. this it makes complete sense. You get it. <laughs> I get, yeah. Oh my god, Brony, like Brony Dim Two. <sighs> Isn't that the that's the My Little Pony stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah, has died off thing. now. Thank it was God, sort of a fad. I'm so thankful because I did have a bunch of people that came into my work. That it's just like, man, it's like. I don't want a preacher coming up to me and like preaching to me. Mm-hmm. I don't need a dude dressed in like a unicorn hoodie to come up and tell me about the bronies. Like unsolicited. <laughs> I think really the worst part is it and I'm probably I was probably guilty of it too. I was a big matrix douchey. But like generally just anybody that makes that degree of fandom the basis of their entire personality is to me on a whole just pretty cringy like yeah it's the same thing with like the rick and morty fans that like when you think of a rick and morty fan like that type it's like or icp i think icp is notorious for that yeah exactly man it's just when it's your entire personality it's just kind of sad yeah you know Eh. i i think that's fair (laughs) i think that's fair Hmm. One thing now, I could... Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I, I was going to trail off, so go to you. I was just going to segue, so... Perfect. Go right ahead. Yeah, I was going to say... Yeah, I guarantee you I your segue was going to be better than mine, so... <laughs> I was just going to say one, one thing I could never do, even growing up where I grew up, is uh, farm. Fuck a man. sheep? F- oh. That too, for sure. <laughs> I, that's the, I don't find animals attractive. That's why I could not be a furry, I guess. I don't see the appeal... <laughs> Of a dog, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. or <laughs> a sheep, I guess, or a cow. Like even one with like anthropomorphic sort of features. It's still like, why? Yeah, I get that. Hopefully, <laughs> I guess maybe. Anyways, I'm, farming. <laughs> sure, I don't know. Maybe it's. I would like to see the breakdown now of furries to <laughs> Star Trek like fans because i feel like star trek people want to bang a lot of aliens and they're also used (laughs) to like you know what i'm saying that checks out to me that feels so much more weird the the one to bang the aliens yeah no 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 no. why did i say it that way that seems more normal to to want to bang the aliens why wow i said that completely backwards yes (laughs) trying to fuck an animal is i think way weirder than fucking something that we see on tv portrayed as something that's more humanoid 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, even the furries that are like the humanoid ones, I'd still, I'm with you. I would lean more towards alien because even still, like, yeah. a Star Trek alien is just somebody in some makeup. It's not a furry human esque creature that. <laughs> oh, man. Running around like, yelling, touch my red rocket. It's like people that want to get <laughs> fucked by the werewolf from Silver Bullet. Like, why? What? <laughs> What's Silver Bull- Bullet? Is that a, is that a movie? Oh, shit. I forget, Sean. Yeah, it is a it's an awesome movie. It's got Gary Busey. It's a Stephen King short story. Are, are so, you talking if, about people wanting to get fucked by Gary Busey? This is weird. No. This is pre-weird Gary Busey. And nobody actually wants to get fucked in the movie. I was just saying that because it's it's a pretty sweet looking werewolf costume, but oh. it's also like it's a werewolf. Like that's essentially what I a furry is, right? It's a human-esque dog, like well, I guess they're primarily dogs. I don't know much about furries, dude. Okay, real quick, I've got a I've got a battle between two things for you right now. Okay. I don't know why this just clicked into my head. Which okay, which one of these two is more weird? Okay, what we okay. were just talking about this whole furry nonsense. Okay, uh huh, uh-huh. or the Japanese sen- uh, fascination with wanting to fuck a tentacle. So <laughs> this that, whole fucking a, a tentacle thing is weird. So the reason I think don't justify this man. (laughs) I just so if you're familiar with that much Japanese culture, you probably are familiar too with like the fact that a lot of their pornography is censored on the genital part. Mm -hmm. Tentacles aren't a genital, so therefore aren't censored. Okay, so so, I I think that's part. I'm really part part of it. Dude, honest to God, there is a million other things that you could <laughs> that you could do with replacing a dick with a tentacle. Like sure. there's there's no in between there. <laughs> Again, I can't I don't know why else, but that's that's one way that it, like it makes sense to me. And that's again, oh I don't God. research anything. I just spout off my own opinion and push it oh. as fact. That's what news is nowadays, Sean. So I mean, somebody's got to get it because they they literally make dildos of like animals and tentacles. So, all right, they do (laughs) do that. That's a thing. That's that's where we're at as a culture, and I'm fine with it. There are people that go into stores and walk walk up to the register. They're like, "Yes, I would like to buy this gigantic horse cock." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Please put it on my credit card. (laughs) <laughs> How do you guys show up in my credit card statements? <laughs> big oh, giant cocks or giant big cocks? <laughs> you okay, remember cool. when you were going to segue into growing I up in farming? Because <laughs> I didn't grow up. I grew up around farming, and that's one thing I could never, ever fucking farm. I You couldn't do it? I don't want to do it. And if oh. the apocalypse happens, I'm fucked because I'd never grow my own food and I'd just die. <laughs> 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 Even in times of extreme duress and you need to do this, you're like, nope, I'm out of here. It's been oh, real. Man. <laughs> I'd like, I'd, here's the thing. I'd start it and then I'd forget about it. And then like I'd go out a week later and I'd be like, oh shit, I got that garden. And everything would be dead. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> I did it again. God damn it. That's how it would go. And then while I'm mad about it, uh, bandits come up and shoot me in the head. And then they eat my body because that's what a smart person does when society collapses. (laughs) That's funny. 
You go cannibal uh, and then turn into a Wendigo. I, I instead am always fascinated by that. Like, I wish that... So, I am looking to buy a house in, like, the next couple years. And one of my big things is is I want to have a big enough backyard to have a greenhouse. <laughs> Oh, shit. So, okay. So, like, that's the kind of thing that really fascinates me is I want to be able to go out and have my own garden of cucumbers and peppers and, like, all of that shit. Now, I mean, that's not the same as, you know, having sheep and cattle and stuff like that, like, wildly different worlds. I don't know if I could do that because, one, I don't want to, like, slaughter those animals or have to take care of them or give birth or whatever. Like, that's a <laughs> lot of fucking responsibility. Yeah, man. Let me just, let me just raise a corn. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me raise <laughs> a corn. Not an entire like field of it. You just want to raise one corn stalk. Well, I'd probably start with a field and then I'd see one. And I'm just like, you're the one. <laughs> Get rid of the rest of them. Man. Uh, so like my dad did all of that shit and still like he, he would do it for fun after he like kind of semi-retired here in his last few years. He had like. He kept a couple of cows. He, like, bought a bunch of land, fenced it in, kept a couple of cows and would, like, breed them, make them have babies. And then, like, he would take the babies and raise them and then send them off to the slaughterhouse. The the grown-ups? No, the babies. And then he'd (laughs) re-impregnate the moms. I mean, not when they were babies. He'd grow them up. Like, he'd feed them and get them big. And then ship them off and have them slaughtered. It was crazy. I used to date a girl whose dad like raised goats. Okay. I went over there once when they were doing, she's like, hey, we're going to do banding this weekend. Do you want to come help? And I was like, yeah, sure. I didn't know that's, what banding that's was. That's stapling like the ears, right? No, banding is when they take all the boy goats that they don't want to reproduce and put a rubber band around their testicles. <laughs> so that the testicles lose the blood supply, shrivel up and eventually just fall off. But what it's the like, fuck, dude! It's and they don't fucking like it. It's crazy. I hated it. I, I could only I could imagine. Never, I could never do. I, like, I could never work on a farm, man, because I can't. I couldn't do it. They like, and I look like such a pussy, and I didn't even fucking care. I was like, dude, I'm not. I'm not putting those around. Oh my god, <laughs> goats balls, man. Couldn't do it. But What's the word empathy people? when you like feel yeah. like what you're? Yeah, nah, dude. But I'd, it's also. It's because like it's better for the animal, weirdly enough, because you don't want a bunch of like horny goats running around like trying to fuck all the other ones and constantly fighting because then they'll hurt each other. So it's this weird. But like still, I couldn't do it. I'd rather just shoot myself. See, (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, you need to find you a nice tomato and just grab that thing. (laughs) I totally turned vegetarian for sure. <laughs> oh my god. I could probably I, I could catch fish for sure. Okay. But like mammals, man, that'd be so hard to do. Ah. Do you like you just like have a farm on a on a river and just catch fish? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Or be a fisherman? Get a boat? I could there's I've seen this there was this reality show I watched called what was it like filthy rich something it was people that like made their money doing dirty shit and there's this dude that lived out on like the pacific coast it wasn't dirty jobs no um because this was like people that lived in different areas of the country and they did different things for work like one dude and his wife like 
hiked through the woods to find like rare herbs and like mushrooms and shit and sell them for like super high money. And they'd get like wild ginseng. Uh, one dude was like, he'd dig these crazy fucking stumps out of the earth that were huge. And then uh, this dude, like, he was like, he lived in the Pacific Northwest and he had this crazy contraption like built in the middle of a river that was like this ramp that would go up that like these river eels would swim up and then they'd get stuck in this thing. And then he would smoke all these eels and sell them for crazy amount of money. I was like, I could do that. That's pretty cool. You got to live in an area where they eat like this weird yeah. shit and like you specialize in it. It's like, I'm going to go be did. an eel farmer in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> that was like all he did. And he was like this crazy old dude. He was like 75. He had this huge white beard and he just walked around in the woods all day and would occasionally go. He would like all he had to do was go down to the trap and like move this wooden plank and then it would be open and they would swim up and he'd just like leave it that way for a few hours and then come back and he'd close it. So it wasn't like continuous, but it was cool, man. So he just did that shit passively and just like made a living off of it. Yeah, man. That's, that's what's up. That's, that's the life, like, dude. That was like the Bitcoin mining of 10 years ago. <laughs> the river eel mining. <laughs> Basically. The Passive easy mining. ass shit. <laughs> you Bitcoin mining yet, man? I'm not. Are you? Uh, My no, brother I'm is. Not. I just buy it. Well, not Bitcoin. Yeah. I don't buy or, any of it. I'm poor. Or crypto or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, my brother is mining Ethereum. That's fucking badass, dude. Yeah. I mean, it just cost him like $15,000 to get up and running. And he's going to be paying off those loans for like the next year. But he's making like 800 a month. Yeah, man. Got to spend that money to make that money. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Bada bing, and I got me a new graphics card. So. I know, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not jealous <laughs> of that at all either. <laughs> A free 3060 Ti. Okay. Sure thing. Hey, buddy. What'd you think about uh, the Lamb hybrid movie starring Numi Raspus? Okay, so you know when you booted me when I was watching it? And I said, hey, only one of us can watch this at a time. I got 40 minutes left. Okay, so the scene that I got booted at, and I I was gonna send this, but I was like, nope. He'll he'll watch it and I'll bring it up during the show. I'll remember. I'll make myself remember. But uh, not the black coat's daughter. Back, back, lamb. Uh, when what's the brother's name? Peter. When Peter is at the table, he just got there and he walks in. He's like, "Yeah, I'm hungry. I could have something." And Ada walks in for the first time, and Peter has this like, "What in the blue fuck am I seeing right now?" That is how I felt about this entire movie was his reaction. And it never (laughs) wavered. If anything, it became more and more like his reaction in that scene. Because by the end of this movie, I was just like, what the hell? What the hell? I didn't. I have very much so the same reaction, I think, to this movie that I did when I watched Midsummer. Mm-hmm. In that, and I'm not comparing saying that one's better than the other or, or whatever, but in the sense of the movie ended, and I was like, man, I don't know if I just wasted the last two hours of my life or hour and 45 minutes. Uh, sorry, everybody, for that noise in the background. Um, the last hour and 45 minutes of my life, or if I really like that. <laughs> and I'm still not quite sure. And I'm going to think about it for like the next week 
because it's just it's going to stay with me and i'm going to think more about like the theories and if other people have other ideas of what it's actually about but yeah i'm sorry that wasn't a very direct answer but i just don't know how i feel about this movie other than like <laughs> what the hell did i just watch in and that's only a reaction that i can really give get from an a24 movie sure that's where why I like A24, so I'm I simp for him pretty hard. Uh, because if nothing else, man, you're gonna remember the movie usually. It's gonna stand out in some way to be like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. um and they're also well, generally I mean, I admit it, they're fairly pretentious, but that benefits it to a degree that they're generally very beautiful to watch. This movie is gorgeous cinematography. It has just the most beautiful scenes of Iceland constantly. Oh, dude, I was sold on it. As soon as I searched it out to rent it and it said in Iceland, I was like, oh, sold. Like, absolutely sold. I knew you'd sold. be on board, I, yeah. I'm watching this regardless. Be, oh, my God. Cause, and that was, kind of just say, the most perfect setting for this movie. But... As you're saying, you know, pretentious isn't a bad thing when it makes you, when the movie ends and it makes you think about everything that you just watched because it's not necessarily what you've watched that you're supposed to be taking away from this movie. It's like the undertones, the different ideologies and things like that that you think about for a couple of days and I think that's I think that's kind of fascinating that there's a studio that is so um you come to expect this from them. Like if you want a movie like that, that's a little bit deeper than your average movie and will leave you with that impression. They, they kill it. So I, I'm glad that these keep popping up. They're pretty much the only company still doing like the lower mid budget art movie still like there's almost every other studio pretty much either does like the tiniest things or they put out only giant multi-million dollar blockbusters nobody's really taken the chance on these 10 to like 40 million dollar little things and uh a24 snaps them up gives them a nice little bump boost and uh a lot of times you get something at least very unique out of them again yeah it's it's always going to be something that sticks with you and i think lamb is absolutely one of those things that sticks with you. Because <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. There is a half lamb, half little girl running around through 90% of this movie. Yeah. And... Uh, it, okay, so to go along with what we were just saying, another thought on this movie is it ended, and I was like, what was the point of this movie? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you, you know, and I think that's important because then it made me start thinking about what the point of this movie was. <laughs> so if but, we're going to jump there, I, I just want to say I really enjoyed this movie, except for the fucking ending, man. I got I did not like this ending at all. I I'm fine with what happened, just not the way that it happened. I thought it was silly that the Ram God used a gun. The human. So. Clearly Ada's father, <laughs> Ada's actual father mm -hmm. that came and fucked this sheep and 
and then comes back for it because possibly for vengeance of killing the mom sheep? I don't think that's it. I think it's just <clears throat> he needed an offspring and he's come back for it after it's been raised somewhat. Like, there's birds that do that shit. Um, what is it? Like, the fucking, I think it's the kookaburra, actually. The famous Australian bird. It When it uh, is pregnant or when it has an, had, lays an egg, it will actually fly to this other species of bird's nest and lay its egg in there. <clears throat> and the kookaburra is like a much bigger bird than this species. And the egg is huge. But these birds don't recognize that it's not their egg and they raise it. And the kookaburra hatches and eventually pushes the smaller babies, their actual babies, out of the nest and kills them. And then the parents eventually die because the kookaburra is so big and requires them to feed it so much that they don't get any food. And it's, I think it's just something like that, like this thing. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I know it is. But that's, again, that's like the natural order of some things in the world yeah. and how they work. And I think this is sort of something like that, like. A natural order also, kind of thing. It's also weird, though, because like, it didn't seem like it worked because this dude only has the ram head, but the rest of him is, like, a human. But Ada is definitely, like, sheep on her hand, and I think her leg, her right leg, is also a sheep's leg. Nope, just her hand. Just, just her hand? Her, okay. Just her right hand and her head, because if you look at her, it comes down across and ends right underneath her arm, and oh, she's okay. walking normal the rest of the movie. I, I tried to, I noticed that super early. I'm like, where, like, what parts of her are, are human, what are not? Um, and to go back to your thing about it not working at the end, I just, I feel like they got to a certain point in this movie where they're like, man, this is really good. All right, well, how do we end it? <laughs> that happens a lot with slow burn movies, which this is, Another slow burn. That's an A24 kind of signature thing. This one is very slow burn. There's a lot, a lot of establishing shots of the Icelandic countryside, like I said. And so much of it, it's, it all takes place in this one area. We never leave the farmhouse. A person comes to the farmhouse, but we never leave this plot of land. And Mm -hmm. so it's also very isolating, but it doesn't really feel like it because... They keep showing everything is so open. Mm -hmm. So it's this weird, almost uncomfortable feeling. And you get that too when you like when the monster is around and you hear it breathing. Yeah, they do a very good job of the monster until like like he shows up, like I said, and shoots the guy like, what the fuck? And there's only really a hint of him like right before that when he kills the dog. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, talk for a sec. Yeah, he kills the dog. Um, I thought that was going to set up some other cool things, too, that I was kind of expecting it to go this way and kind of, I think, maybe would have liked it more. When he killed the dog, Mm -hmm. uh, Ada saw that. And then the next scene, we see Ada with the cat. And I was expecting Ada to look at her father and then kill the cat. Because she saw that thing do it. And I thought that was going to set up something. But it didn't work out that way. She was just being a sweet kid to the cat, which was also very nice. Thank God. I must have missed her seeing the goat man do that to the dog. Because I thought she was sleeping with Ingvar at that time when he was all shit faced. 
No, because so that's when I she must gets have missed up, that. Yeah. That's a good. She, that's a good. Uh, good pickup, dude. Because she's the one that sees him first. Because she goes outside while he is passed out. She gets up and the doors open. She goes outside and walks behind the the lamb barn because she hears the lambs and he's just standing there and the dog is sitting there like staring at him. And then as she like she turns to walk back to the house and the dog gets pissed off and runs at him and that's when he kills the dog. Hmm. And then okay. also fuck this movie because they kill the dog. And then they show the dog like <laughs> twice, man. And that's not Yo, cool. that thing was mangled. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool, man. And that's that's I guess my other complaint. Like he mangles this dog and then he shoots the dog. Like I expected him to fucking like he's a huge monster too. Like Un- unless this dude's been watching everything that goes on. And for me, I took it as him putting the guy down like she put the sheep down. That's that's what I took out of that is that it was like just uh, like to him. Um, they are just also payment. just a sheep. OK. Yeah, I exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like he saw her take the sheep out when she was going through this. Like, there is so much to analyze about this movie, that weird fucked up relationship with the sheep. But, yeah, like, he saw that, so in turn, that's how he took him out. I do like that. That makes more justifiable sense. It could also be, like, he could be smart enough to make it. If he did it and, like, ripped the dude apart, they'd be like, what the fuck? There's some fucking crazy monster out here ripping people in half. But mm-hmm. if he shoots him with a gun and then just disappears, it's and he leaves the gun there, too. He doesn't take it with him. And I will tell you, I, I do not know if this is part of Icelandic folklore, but Iceland, I Iceland yeah. is f- it, like I didn't think about it until this moment. I would not be surprised if that character, this man goat thing was like an Irish or not Irish, but Icelandic folklore character because that place is fucking Full of folklore, like sure. they well, sell it's ancient too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's like famous. You buy like cat things for Christmas, like this one cat that saves Christmas or whatever. It, it's weird, and like the trolls and whatever. Oh yeah, all the trolls. I, I wonder too because they also do at one point they're watching television uh, when they're hearing the lamb bleed outside, and she goes and shuts the window. But the television, uh, they mention that they're watching something about folklore. And so mm. I, I definitely think there's some correlation. I just don't think we know it. And none of the brief research I've done mentioned anything else either yet. But I, yeah. I am curious if there is some sort of Icelandic folklore about a lamb god or a ram god, something of that sort. Because that would be really cool. This yeah. Another thing we didn't mention, and I, I just absolutely love this. This whole movie is in Icelandic. Mm-hmm. You, If you want to re- read what they're saying, it's in subtitles. So it is in Icelandic. I'm actually really curious to know how this was received in Iceland. Uh, very. This is the highest grossing Icelandic movie ever. It's very okay. well loved in Iceland. They are very proud of this movie. And yes, all of that. Well, I'm glad you answered all that. That's awesome. Because <laughs> it's shit like that where it's something that's milk. Wow. Cars are obnoxious today. They are. So sorry, obnoxious. everybody. Because I'm going to try to cut that out, but it's going to still subtly be there. That is obnoxious. But I love it when movies are in their native tongue and like so fascinated with seeing how well it does mm-hmm. in that country or whatever. But uh, yeah, 
weird movie. It's, it's like uh, Pan's Labyrinth too. You ever seen that? Yes, that's what yeah. was just in my head. As I was, I was mm-hmm. trying to, what? That's French, right? No, uh, Spanish, because it's Guillermo del Toro, oh, and yeah, it's yeah. set during Duh. the uh, Spanish uh, Civil War, I believe. Okay, I believe that's it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that in a minute. That's a good movie. I love Pan's Labyrinth, and this the, a lot. This movie made me think of Pan's Labyrinth a lot, and I think part of that's because of like the deer goat sort of human hybrid motif, but also just the bleakness of it and the brutality of it, sort of there too. Although not a lot really happens in this movie. It's a very small body count, all things considered. Yeah, I think really only one guy and one sheep and one dog die. Yeah. That's Checks really out. it. So, one sheep, one dog. Yeah, makes sense. Even even Peter gets away. Oh man, Peter, Peter, Peter! You yeah. know, leave it to like movies like this to just add so many subplots to just give so much world to mm-hmm. like this movie is very much so the span of you know you see it's got to be a couple of years, right? Do I don't you think, think how, so. How long do you think I, the span of time in this movie is? I don't think it's more than a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of months at most, because, I mean, really? yeah, there's a sheep baby, but she comes out kind of big, and we see she's standing up fairly early, like, mm-hmm. I, and, you know, it is also a sheep, like, she has that sort of thing, and I feel like animals, you know, mature and grow up faster than people, so... Yeah, but this is like the body of a human. <laughs> True, too. But, you know, it's also... Got them sheep jeans. <laughs> yeah, she does have them sheep jeans. They they grow clones in Star Wars super fast, too, man. I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> you gotta... Where's our suspension of disbelief starting end? I don't know. To me, it felt very quick. I didn't feel like the brother was there that long. But you're also right. It doesn't do a great job of explaining the passage of time. Because it's also, it's in Iceland, and it's, like, never dark here because of that 24-hour sun shit. No, so this weirded me out. <clears throat> this weirded me out like crazy. This bothered me so much. So the movie starts with, it's Christmas. It's yes. like Christmas Eve, it's Christmas. And I was trying to figure out what their daily schedule is. Because it does not make any sense with how much light there is. Yes. That time, dude, that time of year, the sun's only out from like 10 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon. It's dark almost all of the time. That time it's of year. It's the complete opposite. Yeah. So it could have been like the Christmas. So it makes no sense. And then into like the spring and the summer. So maybe, maybe. like maybe like a half a year because it is. But it's not. Oh, I don't know Iceland. I've never been there. But it, it never gets like. So nice that they're not wearing coats, I feel. They're always sort of... There's um, always the implication of chilliness about. Like, also, if this is the winter, they're wearing coats. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I don't, that's, and that's what I, I'm saying. I don't like, care if they live there. But, yes. like, in the spring or summer, you could easily walk around not wearing a coat. Or something like that. Wear long sleeves and stuff like that. But but I get what you're saying, too, because it does start with, like, this crazy huge snowstorm, all this snow. And then, like, yeah. suddenly it's just, like, all gone and it's green. And you're like, what the fuck? And they're going to sleep and waking up in sunlight. Constantly. So, like, yeah. it was really bo- – I cannot begin to tell you how much that was bothering me. Trying to f- I'm like, 
what time of year is it now? Like, this mm-hmm. makes no sense. But, it does uh, throw me off a lot, yes. I agreed with you. So when I, what I was talking about with the Peter thing was it, it's so crazy how much backstory they pack into these movies. Like the whole thing with Peter and you learn very quickly he was in a band with his brother and he also had clearly a, f- a fling thing with Maria who's Ingvar's wife. You know, the mm-hmm. two people who are raising this sheep thing. And then it escalates into like them getting drunk and him trying to hook up with her like this whole time. And it's like, it's so completely unneeded. Mm-hmm. Like it is completely unneeded, but I appreciate the fact that it's in there just as like, it's thrown in there as a, yeah, this is happening. W- what about it? Like <laughs> here's these characters. They've known each well, other for a very long time. And that's, that's, I like that because again, it adds a realism. It's great. To the character, and it feels very natural between, and that's great acting that yeah. they, they're able to play that. I like it's that next you level bring backstory. This, I like that you bring this up, and you're you're talking about why are you showing this to me? Because I had a revel, I've had this revelation for a while, but this movie just reinforced it even more. And this is going to sound very weird, Sean, but I've come. I don't know if it's an age thing or what, but man, I don't like sex scenes in movies, Sean. Okay, that's fair. I don't care to watch them either. I think this movie and almost every movie would be much better served without the like, dude, you can imply I can figure out that sex is going to happen between people and we Mm -hmm. can move on. Seeing the actual act never like drives the story. I feel I understand passion. So is this going to twist and you're going to be like, except for this movie, this movie no, made sense. Exactly. Be- not the Really, the only movie I feel that it's ever kind of made sense is History of Violence. And that's because they're tying the sex and the violence. But even then, they don't really show much. It's it's the weirdness. I'm like, people. So- See, <sighs> this is why this scene, this actually like I'm you started talking about that. I'm like, man, I can relate. I can relate. And then it clicked. That there's like I didn't even think about the sex scene in this movie because it just worked for me because of the characters that you're that are being portrayed to you up until this point. And I'm not lecturing you. I'm just kind of explaining where I'm coming from and that you watch their acting. And like you said, this is very well acted in the way they act together. There's a lot of animosity between the characters. Clearly, they've had children that have died or were still stillborn or something like that. Mm-hmm. They talk about future and wishing she that wants they could to go to the, the past. past. Yes, exactly. I up on that to too, and I was like, okay, so kids died. You can definitely tell that there is a lot of friction, and they're just barely hanging on. There's no affection. There's nothing until this monstrosity comes into their life, and she is immediately in love and infatuated and you can tell that he is just like what the hell and almost seemed bitter about it and then as this has to be over the course of a a substantial amount of time Mm -hmm. because that's the only way that i think that this changing of of emotions can really happen so in my head that's got to be the case because he he definitely comes around to her you can tell that it's a while later Mm -hmm. and they are now a happy family and she's kind of brought them together and there's love there. And the sex scene when they're finally alone and they can do something. I was like, wow, that makes sense. And there's actual passion here again. Did they have to be as gratuitous as they had, as they were? No, 
Not exactly. at all. And that's, but, but I did appreciate in that scene, it was a different chemistry than what we've seen, we had seen up until that point. And this was a good 50 minutes into the movie. No, more than that. It was like an hour and 15 minutes into this movie of everything before that, like this just burning animosity between each other that they're never let, letting boil. I wouldn't say I didn't pick up on animosity, not, just not a animosity, resentment, and a, and a distance. Like just yes. they're, they're stuck with this lot. Neither of them are happy, but they they do what they have to to keep living. And but to me, like I just I, I I agree with you that you do get this sense of the passion, but you get it before that. Like as they're watching them pull away, and we we just stay on the two of them, and you see them like open up to each other and he kisses her on the neck and she turns around and then they kiss more like I got it from there I understood like oh hey <laughs> I know what's going to happen here and then we still and we have the That's sex fair. scene and then the sex scene ends we could have cut that whole section out because then it comes back to them playing cards and being happy and like you still get the joy like I don't know I'm I'm weird about it now I don't know why but like I feel almost every time that scene is never needed. Mm. So I agree 99% of the time. And he, I completely see where you're coming through here. <laughs> it was not needed. It was not needed, though it did not bother me, but it was not needed. It didn't bother me either. It's just those yeah. always stick out to me as weird now. And I, I'm, I'm always wondering, like, what is the justification? Like, because, <laughs> again, I, I got it. You can imply. I don't know. I don't want to harp on it too much, but that was definitely something I felt this time and I wanted to talk about it. So did I ever tell you about my midsummer, uh, my midsummer story? Hmm. Well, wait, How... the, 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 you took a girl on a date. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like we, we both like horror movies. I heard this was a great horror movie and someone was like, yeah, don't ever take someone on a date. This I'm like, oh, whatever you're probably just thinking that, you know, a girl's wimpy and can't handle a movie. Three quarters of the way through the movie, you know, that scene in the tent with all of the women and the one dude, mm -hmm. I leaned over. I'm like, remember that time I took you to see a porno? <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. <laughs> I, uh, it was a good time when my mom was visiting. I watched Midsummer with my mom and uh, Mandy, who had never both nice. seen it. And uh, I'd forgotten how long that scene goes on until it happened again. And I'm sitting there with, with my mom and my wife watching it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this... This goes, oh, yeah, and the girl grabs his ass and pushes him. Oh, yeah, that part happens, too. Okay. <laughs> the ass thruster. <clears throat> mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you guys need anything to drink? <laughs> uh, I'll be back. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, so we can't talk about this movie without talking about the titular character. The lamb. Mm -hmm. The lamb thing. How surprised were you when you see it? walking around with a human ass and a human body because up until this point you are given the impression that it's just a sheep and there's this weird like maternal instinct from the mom this weird attachment and it's that's where you definitely realize she lost a kid in the past and she can't have more and so she's grown attached to this weird thing and then kills the mom the next thing you know it's revealed that it's half human what were your thoughts? Because uh, I, I was like, what the fuck? So, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Gosh. Uh, so you'd obviously never heard anything about this movie before I mentioned it, right? No, no, no. I heard about it, and it was, it was um, in like all of my Instagram ads. Mm. Like I got Facebook ads for it nonstop. But I try very hard to just not watch trailers or sure. really read about movies, and like. I'll hear about something or I'll see a quick clip or I'll hear about a movie and be like, yeah, I, I'll want to watch that. Why did they give this away? And like in the trailer. So I stumbled upon the trailer because it looked like an A24. I was like, oh, hey, this looks like an A24 style movie. I wonder what this is. And I knew Numi Raspis because I like her from um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. No. Um, what is the fucking alien movie? Prometheus. I think she's oh, Prometheus. really yeah, good yeah. in Prometheus. Yep. Uh, so that's where I really came to like her. So I was like, oh, I fucking love her. I like she's a really good actress. I want to see what she's doing. So I watched that not knowing that it was an A24 movie, just that it looked like one. I was like, oh, this might be cool. And then uh, they do give it away in the trailer. So uh, I wasn't that shocked. I It was cool when you first see her kind of stand up in the crib. And I was like, OK, because yeah. I didn't know she had the lamb arm. And it looks weird because it's it's like all skinny. <clears throat> it was cool. Yeah, dude. It was cool. I, I, I will tell you, not knowing, man, I, I'm kind of bummed that you didn't <clears throat> not know that going into this movie because it was like, it was out of left fucking field. Really? Like, the, dude, That's the entire cool. time, anytime you saw Ada, she was like under a blanket mm-hmm. covered up to her neck. So they deliberately made it so you never saw that she was part human until halfway through the movie. And I'm actually kind of bummed to know that they spoiled <laughs> that in the trailer. <clears throat> no, I'm. I thought well, I just I love that you went in that blind and that you got to see that you experienced that. I want to make you watch more movies blind now that I know that you've not seen because legitimately yeah. 90% of the movies if you know that I haven't seen it, I'm going in completely blind. I don't cool, read man. spoilers. That's awesome. Yeah, unless it's a horror movie, like I'll read breakdowns of horror movies cuz I just love horror stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read the synopsis or the plots of horror movies. But nine times out of ten, I know nothing. Like I cool, just watched uh, last night in Soho, like two weeks ago, after everybody raved about it. <clears throat> yeah, and had no idea what I was walking into. <laughs> but you so. liked it? Nope. Okay, cool. I don't know if I would <laughs> like it. I want to watch it, but I'm. <clears throat> I thought it was okay. I I thought it was all right. I I thought it was not a waste of my time, but it is not. Like everybody that was like drooling over it and be like, oh, win all the awards. I'm like, man, you're you're like taking some real leaps here. What did you think of Knives Out? I love Knives Out. OK, see, I did not like Knives Out. Did you? Oh, I don't know. I love I also unabashedly love detective. Sure. I generally mystery like movies. Too. I don't know something about it. I just didn't really. Uh, and that, I mean, that's a bummer. It's, it's all art. It's all different strokes, yeah. different folks, baby. Exactly. Speaking I'm super hyped for art. Knives Out oh. too. <laughs> I know. Sure. I'll, I'll probably watch that one too, just yeah. to check it out. But for I sure, rarely um, watch mo- movies <clears throat> multiple, uh, multiply, multiple times. Multiply. I like multiply in theaters. <laughs> I saw that I think three times in theaters. God damn. Okay. <laughs> Get it, boy. Yeah. Get yeah. It, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about with Lamb? I think it does. Like I said, it, it sets up so many things. It's good at establishing its feelings. Honestly, I did not anticipate 
us talking as long about this movie as we did. Mm-hmm. Just because there's truly, when you boil it down to, there's, there's not, not a, lot. a lot of talk. No, there's no. not a lot to talk about. <clears throat> and you mentioned it earlier. It is a slow burn. It is a world set piece. It is set in a over a period of time in one place. There's specific events that happen, but not a ton of them. And it just tells one complete story. I did not anticipate us talking about it for this long. I have nothing more to add to it other than (laughs) that is an AT4 movie. There are so many parts about it that if you if we sat down and talked about a 15 minute stretch of this movie, we could break it down insanely. And that's the beauty of these movies. It's so jam packed with all of these little nuances and perfect acting and these weird backstories that it's just like there's meaning in everything that's done. Well done. I liked it. That was good. Sean, out of, no, no. Uh, on a scale of one to 100 sheep on a sheep farm, hmm. with 100 sheep being the highest score you could give this movie, what would you give this? I would give this... I'll give it 81 sheep. I'll this give it 81 really cool. sheep. Okay. I think I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does. There is so much that goes on in this, and like all of the themes and elements, and like another theme that I didn't even bring up. So yeah, I lied. I do want to bring up something else about this movie. Is I think it really puts into perspective how a human will act uh, around animals versus how they act around things that have human attributes, mm-hmm. and this same thing that came out of this sheep would have been treated completely different if it was just a sheep. Mm-hmm. And you see that seconds, you know, Before, minutes yeah. earlier in this movie when two other sheep are born and they're just tagged and discarded. Whereas if anything looks human-ish, humans react so much differently. And I think that is another interesting theme to, if I rewatch this movie, to only think about it from that point of view. There's so much to take from this. I'm going to bump it up to an... I'm going to knock it up to an 82. Okay. Like, I just talked myself up one more point. I think it's just fascinating how much little themes are hidden in here. Kyle, on a scale of 1 to 100 sheep mm-hmm. in your in your barn... Actually, on a scale of 1 to 99 sheep, because you murdered one of them senselessly, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 99, sure. how many sheep would you give this movie? It's funny. <laughs> I love that you said 81, because... Before I even, when, when I came up with the scale in my head, I already give it my number. And I came up to 85, Sean. I 85, think, nice. Yeah, I, I'm just a couple points higher than you, but we are right in the same ballpark. I think we both felt primarily the same about the movie. Overall, really good. Does everything that you would want. Um, does leave you lacking in a couple of extra things. But I still think it's worth checking out, for sure. Especially and if you I like think- weird. Yeah, if you like weird and also I'm going to jump on that trade again. If you liked it all, like the setting of this movie, seek out other things that are shot in Iceland Mm -hmm. and just like be transported to like this barren, wide open, but also green other world. It's it's just fascinating. Like I said, when I saw this was set in Iceland, I was like, I'm there. It's so different than anything else you see. Well, and, you know, they could also just take your advice and just go to Iceland, too. Yeah, go there. (laughs) I may seem obsessed with it, and I kind of am, because it's just, it feels like you're on a different fucking planet. (laughs) 
It's crazy. There's a lot of people that, I mean, fucking speaking of, I know that the, I mean, a lot of what Prometheus again was shot in Iceland. They used yep. a lot of it for a lot of the set pieces of death stranding because it's so striking visually. So yeah, yep. man, for sure. Iceland is beautiful. Uh, so much of that beautiful. movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, man, this was, this was a good little chat. I was glad to be back talking about freaks, yeah. bub. Yeah, this was so much fun, and uh, it, it's so weird for what was supposed to start off as a potpourri, uh-huh. r- like morphed into this other episode that was just so impassioned, and so great. This was such a fun episode. This was good, but- guys. If you're curious about you know back episodes, if you're a new listener, you can uh, hop on over to Facebook. Uh, search out Experience Grind. Scroll on down. We post all of our old episodes. You can also find that at experiencegrind.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Experience Grind. Nowhere uh, else you can find us, Kyle? Where at, buddy? Patreon.com slash Experience Grind. That's where you give us your money and listen to bonus episodes that we mm-hmm. put out monthly. Yeah. I think we're, uh, br- we're probably going to go knock one of those out. Right now, so be sure to head over to Patreon and hear the new episode. And until you hear that episode or the next one, because who knows how time works, Kyle, what can these guys go? What what can you guys? What can you tell these guys to go do? Uh, so one thing that I think lambs do, especially the lambs uh, with horns, is uh, you can go buck yourself. No